right, we're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's been a while. Uh, Corner Trey, episode five. Listen, the first one, really, the regular season. We got about nine games here. Wanted to wait a little bit just to get a little sample size. I like to talk about stats and all that good stuff. So, really, you know, doing one, uh, you know, four games in wasn't really meaningful to me. But, uh, listen, we got a, a decent sample here. Caesar coming off a really good win versus Miami. I think, um, clearly, some things to work on. Some good positives to take out of these first nine games. Um, but yeah, this is this is the 82-game regular season. We're going to have some ups and downs. For me, I am pretty... I'm pretty satisfied. Listen, you know, it, 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 uh, it's, you know, some of these losses were a little frustrating. Most definitely. Uh, the Chicago one, uh, like, come on. I didn't even get to watch them live, but, uh, I was checking that score. Uh, I saw they're up 18 third quarter. I was like, oh, cool. All right, put my phone away. You know, turn my phone maybe like two hours later, thinking, yeah, they probably just won. So, you know, let's just, let's just check out the score. I see they they lose by 14, and I'm just like, what the fuck? But, uh, listen, this is a long season. Um, I think they've done some good things here, here and there, occasionally. Uh, let's just, let's talk about what I like, what I don't like, uh, what I like. Al fucking Horford. Listen, uh, you know, you know me, I, I was pretty, I was pretty psyched when we got out, and I knew, I knew he was gonna be, I knew he was gonna be good for us, cause when he's out over, he's a good, he's a, a, not a good basketball, he's a great basketball player, uh, elite IQ, obviously great size to have at the four spot, five spot, um, good shooter, had ball hasn't gone, hasn't dropped for him, the three ball hasn't dropped for him consistently, uh, as of yet, it's starting to drop a little more over these past few games, but, um, listen, uh, he has been everything and more of what I expected, uh, I honestly think this is the best I've seen him in green, he's rebounding it, uh, better than I've ever seen him rebound it, um, the blocks are great, but, you know, you just look at the overall, just the mobility, the versatility he brings, the IQ he brings, the steadiness he brings, and this is everything that I was hoping for when they traded Kem before him. I, you know, no regrets there. A plus trade from Brad. Um, he looks. This nigga's 35, bro. He looks like he's literally 26. Not even. I'm not even lying. This is really weird. What's going on? I I hope it continues because. If we get this Horford in April, May, uh, you know, I think they can do some shit. For real. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people have been down on double bigs with him and Robin. I don't really get it because they look really good defensively. I know the switch everything thing uh, is a bit controversial. And they're starting to uh, sprinkle in a little bit more drop, a little bit more, you know, lock and trail with the guards instead of Horford kind of going out there all the time. But I think Horford is extremely capable, extremely, extremely capable of doing that. 
yeah, he's going to get scored on, uh, you know, whatever. But I think he has really held up on the perimeter. And this is where a lot of these blocks are coming from, on the perimeter. So, you know, you see he's, you know, leading the league in blocks or whatever. And that's because he's on the perimeter. He is able to, you know, stay with these guys who are, you know, smaller than him. And he's contesting their shots and, and, and getting a piece of it, you know. And he's really affecting the Celtics defense in a really positive way. And I, I don't think it's very replaceable. So, yeah, we got to make sure he stays healthy. We got to make sure he makes it through this, you know, long, grueling season. But early returns for me for Horford have been phenomenal. You know, another guy who has been just fucking aces is JB. Number seven, bro. This guy is... The fuck is going on, bro? He is just on a tear. I mean... What was this nigga doing in quarantine? Cause, um, <laughs> bro, what are you, what, what are we, you know, 26 a night? Uh, 62 shooting, like, bro, what? Like, well done, man. This guy is just, you know, every season, bro, he comes in looking, looking locked and loaded, bro. He is just on an, on another level. Like, this guy is one of the best, uh, you know, rim finishers in the league, and he is, you know, he's 6'7", really, or 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, whatever, and he finishes like he is, you know, a 7-footer, you know, damn near 78% at the rim, this guy is crazy, I mean, one of the things that really has always impressed me with JB over the last few years is just the way he kind of uh, is able to stay balanced through contact uh, you know, he doesn't get phased. You know, he absorbs the hit. Is patient midair. And lays it in. You know, I mean, this is, it's simple. To, it's simple to him. Finishing inside, you know. And now, like, obviously he's got, you know, he's got it with both hands. But he's laying it up there with the left like it's no problem. I mean, English off the glass, bro. This guy's got touch. Like, just unreal coordination. I, you know, I love watching him drive to the rim. He is, you know, just give him two if he's you know, going inside. Just give him two if he turns the corner. Just give him two. Guys, ridiculous. You know, uh, I think he, I mean, he's shooting career high on pull-up threes. He's not taking a lot, but he just, he's knocking them down. I think he's, what, 8 for 11 on the season on pull-up threes. I mean, that's... That's fucking good shit, man. Good shit. I, I love what I've seen from JB. He is uh, well on his way to a second third all-star. Um, just a fantastic start for him. Uh, you know, he had those, a few of those, you know, mind-boggling uh, home games versus uh, the Raps and versus, um, who else? My mind's blanking, but you know, he had a couple bad home games. Uh, but really, outside of that, he's been just extremely dependable, high efficiency. I mean, the guy is he is that guy, he's he is that guy. Uh, you know, a lot of it, a lot of the talk is you know, he's better than JT now because you know, we see JT struggling. 
but uh, I think it's it's just more of a 1B, 1A, 1B situation than ever before. I think we see, I think we're going to see just a lot more. I hope we see a lot more of the Celtics just kind of relying on Tatum, on, not Tatum, are relying on Jalen because I think, you know, there's a lot of room for growth for him and, and that just kind of starts with giving him more responsibility, giving him, you know, the ball to make plays for others, giving him the ball to make plays for himself. You know, a lot of his offense comes, his catch and shoot is, you know, catch and drive, whatever. But, you know, give him some more pick and roll opportunities. Give him some, you know, you know let him stretch his playmaking capabilities because, you know, we're going to need that going down the road here, you know, this season, next season, you know, in the seasons to come. He's still young. You need that growth here in terms of making plays for others. And the only way you, you grow that is by letting him make mistakes. You know? So, yeah, JB, A+. Plus, love you. Great guy. Caesar going to go as far as, you know, Jalen Brown, Jason Dan Pitt. So, it's great to see JB has started out the year pretty damn great. Uh, you know... Another, another thing to really like about this team, uh, Marcus Smart. And, you know, a lot of the talk about Marcus Smart here, I think, has been wildly off base. Uh, you know, shooting-wise, he has not been good. He's not been good. He's been bad shooting-wise. But, here's the thing. He's always been fucking bad on... <laughs> he's always been a bad fucking shooter. Always. <laughs> he's never been good at shooting the basketball. Eight years in the league. Not a good shooter. You know. <laughs> this is not a surprise to me. He's a terrible shooter. But. His shooting. Is important. He needs to keep shooting. He cannot not shoot. Because if he becomes a non-shooter. He is going to make the Celtics much worse. So yeah. I mean. Keep checking out the bricks. Whatever. The threat of him maybe making those bricks, uh, because he has had multiple games in his career where he has made those bricks. And that is on the defense's mind. He, you know what I mean? The defense is going to guard him because there is the chance that he might make it. And he can do some stuff for the ball, so obviously they're going to guard him, you know. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, you know, we're kind of losing sight of what makes Marcus Marcus. And what makes Marcus Marcus is his defense. And I can wholeheartedly say that the defense for Marcus Marcus this season has been a tier. You know, first team, second team, all defensive, you know, tiered kind of defense. He has not been, he has not given an inch to any, anybody. He is really doing, he's doing great work on that end. And I, I can't be, you know, more happy with him on that end. I really can't, you know, there's still some, you know, growing pains to work out with him as a point guard, but, you know, I think, I think the Celtics would be wise here to just say, hey, listen, Marcus, you're the point guard, but the offense needs to run through Jalen and JT, you know, as much as his comments the other night were correct about, you know, Tatum and Brown need to you know, kind of involve him more as a playmaker, because Smart's a good playmaker, you know, he can do stuff with the ball, but but 
entities are gonna, you know, reach the ceiling if they're going to be the team we want them to be. We need Tatum Brown kind of for the ball, making plays for themselves and for others. That's not a knock on Smart. That's just you know what needs to happen. But yeah, Smart's been good. Uh, Dennis, I like. I've loved what Dennis has brought to the team. Rim pressure, good defense, occasional you know good shooting, you know really good playmaking. Like what I've seen from him. Rob's been great, swatting shit, great rebounds and all that shit. You know I've. I don't know. I haven't had much to complain about this team, honestly. Um, you know, Tatum. Something to complain about, but also to, you know, just kind of shrug and, you know, move on. Because, listen, Tatum's not going to shoot 25% from three the rest of the year. And he's not going to, you know, shoot 44% on layups for the rest of the year. Those are just two things that flat out will not happen. He is too good of a player, too good of a scorer. You know, to not shake out of this. So, uh, to be worried about that for me as a, you know, real concern is just ludicrous. We know what Tatum is. We know he is a rhythm, a confidence player. So, you know, for him, it's all about seeing some seeing some buckets go in and going from there. Uh, I haven't I haven't really had much to complain about really with his play other than missing shots. He's got to make these shots. Uh, you know, he's just got to make them. And, you know, I don't have any problems with the way M.A. is using him because he's not making shots. I mean, he needs to make these fucking shots. That's, that's really that's what needs to happen. There's no magic bullet. There's no uh, secret lineup. There's no secret play. You know, you can run 10 high pick and rolls with him and Rob or him and Al Horvath, but if he keeps bricking them, what's the you know, what's the difference between him catching it in the post and him running high pick and roll? Nothing. You know, he needs you know I like trying to, you know, get him to be, you know, a little more forceful inside. So, you know, the post touches are fine with me. And, you know, as long as we're we aren't going completely away from what makes him great, you know, which is High pick and roll, get downhill, or, you know, make the defense, you know, triple, double and triple team you, whatever. You know, that kind of stuff, I think, is obviously his bread and butter, but, you know, we need to see a little bit more versatility here. So, you know, Tatum, we just need need to make shots. That's bottom line. He just needs to make shots. There's nothing else. There's, There's nothing else really to say about that other than. Please make some shots, bro. You're still that guy. You just need to make them. Uh, you know, defensively, uh, there's been a lot of talk about. I said, you know, the switch everything principle and Ma Udoka and his rotations and blah 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 blah. blah. And all I really have to say to that is it's nine games. He has coached nine games in the NBA. So, uh, you know, philosophy-wise, there's really not much we can take from that uh, in terms of, like, oh, I know it's, he's he's not going to trust, the, you know, the young guy. Like, dude, we don't know. He's played, dude, we've played nine games. He has never coached his team before. He has very little feel for, you know, the non-J, smart, Al, and J-Rich guys. 
you know, he's never coached a lot of these guys before, so it's going to take time to figure out the right mix, the right formula. Uh, it's an 82-game season, so a lot of what you do as a coach here in an 82-game season is make mistakes. Because if you make mistakes, then you learn from those mistakes. And when you learn from those mistakes, you get better. So as a coach, all he, all I need to see from MA is, is he learning from mistakes? Uh, and I think uh, he has shown to be pretty amenable, you know, uh, in game. You know, switching, you know, one through five. You know, a lot of these times he just kind of starts to abandon it and they go to one to four. Uh, I think ideally if you just say, listen, the wings and the guards are going to switch, but the bigs, you stay at home, you play drop, you know, you muck up plays at the rim and all that, whatever. But, you know, you look at the kind of guys we have on the perimeter and I see um, pretty pretty much guys who who need to be able to fight over screen to stay attached because that is what they're good at and tennis is smart that's what they're good at but yeah pretty overall overall i i'm you know less focused on the record and more on the process this is like i said it's 82 game season uh i did want to talk a bit about uh the, the miami heat game i just watched it um and you know, bravo to them because that's that was the best defensive effort I've seen from them all year long. They were active. They were, you know, using their length, using their size, using their speed to create havoc. Um, you know, the Miami Heat. Let's talk about the Miami Heat because um. They're really good. I've seen a couple. I got a couple of their games. They've been really good. But uh, you know, I like this matchup defensively for the seas. I have liked this matchup defensively for the seas. Um, and you know, I think in watching the game, and it was really clear. And uh, South's broadcast brought it up. Skylar Brady brought it up. Is the seas all game long just refused to allow Miami to create advantages they were guarding you know as Scal put it they were guarding their yard and I think that was one thing uh you know and, and looking at this matchup with the seeds where I thought that this is where the, they could really cause problems for Miami Miami's offense is they can put out five-man lineups where everybody here is a pretty good one-on-one defender not pretty good but you know a pretty you know and it's a really good one-on-one defender has length speed you know size strength whatever and you and you look at Miami's roster and you look at typically how this Miami team plays with these types of players is they love to beat you with the pass they want to get you rotating they want yeah, they want to get you scrambling they want to get you uh off balance they want they want to just create you know avengers and uh it's hard to do that when you can't beat your man it is hard to create an advantage consistently when you can't beat your man 
So you look at Miami and who on Miami is going to consistently beat their man off the dribble with the intent to score, you know, enforcing multiple guys to come at them. You know, because as much as, you know, as great of a player Jimmy is, he is not an isolation kind of go-to scorer. He is a really good scorer, but he is, you know, primarily a guy who likes to pass. He's he's looking for that. You know, he, he is looking to get you off balance. He's looking to get you uh, behind him. So you break two and he can dump it off or whatever. But, you know, if you stay in front, if you stay home on on the shooters, if you don't overhelp, you know, in the post with Bam, you know, this team is, you know, they're not going to pose much of a threat to you. And, yeah, you I say that and you might be like, well, that's a lot of stuff. But... You know, the C's, I think, are pretty well equipped to do that shit. Uh, looking at Kyle Lowry, uh, this is one of the things that I did kind of worry about for, for the Miami Heat is he just doesn't look like he's got any juice left off the dribble. And, you know, he's a really great shooter still and also a premier passer with great IQ. But if he doesn't have, if he can't, get guys off the dribble consistently and beat them and, you know, create other opportunities and stuff like that. I have a very hard time with this Miami team and their ceiling just because um, it seems pretty obvious that if you have, you know, a team that can switch everything or whatever, that you can beat this team. You can beat them. You know, Kyle Lowry, you know, on the opposite end of Horford, he looks his age. He, <laughs> you know, he does not look like he is going to, um, you know, create the type of advantage, of advantages that they need versus Celtics team. So, you know, shout out to Kyle Lowry culture. You know, what was he lost? Like five fucking straight versus C's? Yeah, that's, that's fucking Kyle Lowry culture for you there. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I really like this matchup. I thought the game, uh, you know, they did a lot of great things, yeah, just on the perimeter. And like I said, you know, if you, if this Miami's team's not beating you off the bounce and consistently, then they're gonna be hard. There's gonna be hard for them to win games. So that's why I thought they, that Tyler Harrow's kind of leap was pretty important. Because this is a guy here who has got all the craft, all the skill to really be that kind of guy. And, you know, not just a J.R. Smith token, you know, shooter. But this guy has a good handle. This guy can really get get after it and get you all and, you know, get you off balance and get to the rim and all that good stuff. So if if he's playing, if he's playing well, Miami's going to do well. Um, if he's not, then I feel like Miami kind of falls into that. I'm not really sure if they have enough uh, category. But you never know. We'll see.
Y'all, it's the Corner Trey. It's your host, Trey. Yeah, I know. Real funny. You named your basketball podcast after a three. You're real creative, man. <laughs> Listen. It's not a lot of names left, bro. Everybody and their brother got a fucking podcast, right? <laughs> but anyway, we're just going to kick it. We're going to talk some hoops. I love talking hoops. We're going to chill. We're going to have fun. You know, eventually, if I if I get the when I get the hang of this, I'll have you know. Hopefully, maybe people on definitely want to you know want to have some like interactive stuff with y'all. If y'all want to continue listening, you know, we can always do mailbags or something like that. But you know, this is gonna be a space for for smart, you know. Biting analysis. <laughs> no, I don't take that. I don't take myself that seriously. But like, we're gonna we're gonna talk about hoops in, a, in an honest way. You know, I'm gonna say my opinions. If I'm wrong, then I'm then I'm wrong. You know, I'm I'm okay with being wrong. People can call me out on being wrong if y'all want to. You know, if I say something about y'all's favorite team and it's wrong, then just tell me because I don't know everything. Huh? <laughs> I am not a god. So I do, I am not omniscient. You know, I try to watch as much basketball as possibly to have a kind of a informed opinion. But, you know, sometimes there are blind spots and I might say something that's wrong. But one area I know I'm not wrong is my fucking seat. So <laughs> get out of my face. No, I'm just kidding. But like, we are going to talk C's here a lot because that is my, that's my team. That's my squad. I love the Celtics. Always have. Always will. This episode will primarily be Celtics, so, you know, if that does not float your boat, then you can exit to the door to the left, and next week we will try to talk, you know, league-wide stuff, I don't know if it's going to be next week, whenever I get the chance to do some research, do some work, and, you know, feel good. I am, you know, I'm, I'm looking... I want to there to be a little bit more uh, finality to this whole Ben Simmons stuff because I do want to do some uh, league-wide uh, predictions, standing predictions, and that will heavily impact that. So I don't know if I will just say fuck it and we'll we'll just do it and hope he doesn't get traded until training camp so it doesn't completely wreck you know what I think because I think you know that team can go a lot of different ways depending on what they get for him but you know that's another story for another pod like I said we're talking C's we're talking an actual functioning organization here with you know real talent (laughs) sorry Philly fans if you're listening to this but uh (laughs) you know me I'm I'm, I'm gonna take some jokes. On, I'm, I'm gonna crack some jokes on your squad. You know, whatever. You know, I'm gonna crack jokes on your team. You know, it's, it's, if you're not if you're not with it, then then again, like I said, please exit to the door to the left. <laughs> there's an exit sign. Nah, but seriously, this is we're have fun here. No one, there's uh, basketball's fun. We're just gonna kick it. We're just gonna, you know, talk hoops the way I like to talk hoops. You know. And 
So let's 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 talk some fucking C's because I think we're gonna be good. I think they did some good stuff this year. I'm thinking we're back, baby. 